Hey everyone. And we're live. We are live. Welcome back to Monday Morning Espresso. Hey, I... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry um, about last week. Our last two weeks have been absolutely crazy um, and did not have a chance to record a podcast, but everything that's happening is answered prayer so we're super excited um right now we're actually staying at my parents house because our house is on the market and getting showings all weekend and we're getting ready to buy a house in dallas like this stuff is really truly happening so if you remember last time we did a podcast we were actually in dallas looking for a house so it looks like one of those houses is probably going to work out so that's exciting. Yeah. Hoping for it. Yep. So today we wanted to talk about eternal perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So I wrote a blog post this week about eternal perspective. And let me pull up. Benj, why don't you say something while I pull up the scripture? <laughs> we, we are super, super prepared right now. So, this will be a tag-on to Gabby's blog, which she posted this week. So, gabbyroof.com slash blog, and you can get the full background, catch up, and then this will be an addendum to that. Yeah, kind of just to enhance it and maybe also encourage you to go check out the blog. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... So Luke 11, 34 through 36 in the message version says, if you live in wide eye, if you live wide eyed in wonder and belief, your body fills up with light. If you live squinty eyed in greed and distrust, your body is a dank cellar. Keep your eyes open, your lamp burning so you don't get musty and murky. Keep your life as well lighted as your best lighted room. I absolutely love this version of this scripture. This is part of like the Sermon on the Mount in the Luke version of it. Um, and in the message. In the message. And this live wide-eyed in wonder and belief is kind of like how I just see myself wanting to live my life in a way that doesn't see just the humdrum that every day and get bogged down with what I can see right in front of my eyes, but have that kind of Lucy wonder, which I know I've talked about Lucy before on the podcast, but just the Lucy Pevensey wonder of like, I believe that there's more to life than what I can see. And I will continue to believe that boldly and insanely in the face of any kind of opposition, any kind of someone saying you're crazy, like, you need to have a reality check. Like, I'm not about reality checks. I'm about just believing everything that God has put inside of my heart. So that's kind of where the whole blog post sprung from the other day. Can I actually tell you honestly, like, what happened when I was writing that post? Yeah. I found myself with an hour to spare between one appointment and another. And I was like, wow, I have an hour. What do I do? I should write a blog post. <laughs> So, as I do, I turned on Pandora, and I have a station called James Newton Howard, 
he is a composer. He wrote <laughs> the uh, soundtrack for The Hunger Games. Okay. Um, but he's just a great composer. But this station I have made into the best station. It has Narnia music. It has Hunger Games music. It has just amazing epic soundtracks. And this epic song came on. Well, I was thinking, what should I write about? I don't even know what to write about. And it just like brought my heart to life and made me think about all of the eternal that's surrounding me. And it was all sprang out of just listening to that song and what it did in my heart. And I wrote the post. So there's the back story wow. <laughs> for everyone. I honestly didn't know what I was going to write about when I started writing. And then it just came. I always listen to music when I write. Yeah, so what are your thoughts about, like, wide-eyed wonder living, Benj? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, wide-eyed, and, and where, are the, where are your eyes fixed? Yeah. What, what is the source of the wonder? Yep. And <clears throat> to, to tie in, so you closed your blog yesterday saying... Enter your kingdom and all the weighty yet light-filled responsibilities that await you there. You are royal, you are rulers. You have purpose and promise that is meant to change the world, to bring it into alignment, bring it more into alignment with the now of eternity, on earth as it is in heaven. His will be done, his kingdom come, that comes through you. And um, for me, that... The wonder and the tie-in is Revelation 5, 9 and 10, which talks about Jesus as the Lamb on the throne. And that verse says, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain. And by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom and priest to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. So that's the tie-in. The wonder is Jesus. Mm. That's the source. Mm. And it leads us into reigning in in the way that he has designed his kingdom on earth. Boom. Boom. There you go. See, just leave it to <laughs> Bend to take my very random ethereal words and turn it into something so practical. So thank you for making my words make sense to people who don't think like I think <laughs> no I love that like the wide-eyed wonder is looking at Jesus even if we're talking about Lucy which okay I have a slight obsession with Lucy but this is from Narnia from Narnia she know. was the only one sometimes who could see Aslan but it was because she was looking for him yeah it's like, what are you looking for? There's been so much turmoil and so much unrest and so much fear, especially in America in the last few weeks with this election, politics, policies happening. People just are afraid. And it's like, what are you looking at? What are you fixating on? Are you fixating on the problem? Are you fixating on your fear? What would happen to this nation, to the refugee crisis, to this world if the people of the church decided to fix their eyes on Christ and move forward in the eternal way kingdom come will be done on earth as it is in heaven that we have access to through Christ like we are meant to be the solution to these issues not another voice crying out 
fear, fear, fear. And I think that's just kind of gotten me riled up. It's like even the people of the church are adding to the cacophony of yelling on Facebook or getting mad about XYZ. When, Mm -hmm. why aren't we just saying, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done through me. What can I do? How can I love? How can I push through this gray, somber, dark, murky shadow that is trying to cover the eyes of your people, the eyes of this nation, the eyes of the world, and bring your color and your light and your answers to these problems? Yeah. I mean, we all have such a specific purpose, but... As I mentioned in the blog, the Prince of the Air, which is Satan, which I think is just such an interesting name for him because of social media and TV and all the places where fear really bombards us, is going to be thrilled if we all settle in to that fear because we won't accomplish those purposes that we're meant to accomplish. So I want to encourage you now, like, tear that veil down. What's real is the kingdom of God. Don't let fear grip your heart like it's gripping everyone else's. Yeah. Don't let your your eyes be wide in terror, but wide in wonder. If you live squinty-eyed in greed and distrust, your body is a dank cellar. Keep your eyes open, your lamp burning, so you don't get musty and murky. Keep your life as well-lighted as your best-lighted room. That's part of that scripture. I love it. I think Quick, short, powerful, to the point. Yeah. Have it's a great a good day. wrap up. You guys have an awesome week. Please so, um, tell your friends about the podcast and leave us some comments. And check out gobbyruth.com, G-A-B-I-R-U-T-H.com. And we'll see you next week. Bye.